Hi everyone, welcome to an episode of In Bloom Podcast. My name is Abby Aslan and I'm the host. This week I have a fun and more lighthearted episode for you all, which I find is always a good balance when they're just sprinkled throughout all of the other self-care and self-improvement type of episodes because let's be honest, life is not all about self-improvement. As much as I love self-care and self-improvement i realize as i get older that you know i don't have to be a constant work in progress i don't have to treat myself like a project and i can really just live in the moment sometimes too and i don't always have to be working on things but as much as it may seem like that's the case with my podcast because it is so heavily self-improvement focused i want you all to remember and understand that a lot of what i'm sharing I'm not necessarily saying that that's like what I'm working on at the moment. Maybe it's something that happened in the past and I am sharing how I got through it in the past or maybe it is something that I'm going through in the moment. But I always want to make sure that the message is clear that you don't always need to be working on yourself and it's more so my podcast is here to just sort of be something to grab from when you need whatever the episode may be. It's not like I'm telling you with each episode that's something that you need to work on. So always keep that in mind and I feel like I just need to reiterate that and give that reminder because I know I myself need it sometimes because a lot of times when things just feel a little calm in my life I'm like "Mm, I need to create some chaos like what could I do to you know just make things give me give myself something to work on or work towards because I'm not good at just you know sitting with what I have in the moment and being present so a lot of times I'm you know always trying to scramble and find something to work on or strive towards or something but this week's episode I'm going to be sharing homework for hot girl summer and hot girl summer means whatever you want it to mean I know the typical definition hot girl summer is just kind of I guess it sort of just encompasses living your best single girl life but I kind of think everybody can have a hot girl summer you don't really have to be single or you don't have to be in a relationship Um, you can be working really hard you can be relaxing really hard whatever it may be you create the definition for yourself but ultimately this the title of this episode is just a fun way to describe preparing yourself to have a good summer and not quite a summer bucket list i will still be doing a summer bucket list episode when we actually get in the season of summer but for now this is just sort of your homework to remind you that you know summer's right around the corner and these are just some things that you can do to sort of make yourself prepared for summer in a great way so that you can you know have a great summer and not just sort of go through the motions and blink and then realize oh uh, another summer just passed by and I didn't really take advantage of having a lot of daylight or you know being able to spend time outdoors or that kind of thing so hopefully this episode's just fun for you all to sort of get you excited for summer around the corner and give you some ideas of things to start thinking about a summer gets closer because we all want to you know make the most of every day and before we get into the episode my quote for this week comes from pinterest and it's actually a screenshot of a tweet which it is a lot of times but it says you'll be surprised by the many talents hidden within you if you gave yourself the permission to be a beginner and i love this quote i know i've recently talked about in other episodes how i'm sort of just going through this phase of just being really uncomfortable with a lot of things in my life and being uncomfortable means that I am basically living in a situation where I've realized I am comfortable and but I'm aware of it so there's 
comfortable where you're not aware that you're comfortable, which is honestly ideal because when once you become aware that you're comfortable, you're just like, okay, I feel like something needs to change. And a lot of times you don't need to change anything. Like you can just keep living with the comfortable. But a lot of times if you stay comfortable for too long and you don't make changes where changes are suggesting that they are needed, then you start to get uncomfortable. And with myself feeling uncomfortable, I am trying to dip my toes outside of my comfort zone, which I know I've talked a lot about in the last few episodes. And it's really hard to do so because once you get comfortable with something, whether that's a job, a routine, or maybe you've just sort of gotten bored with your hobby, whatever it may be, it's really hard to just start over with something else and be new at something again, especially if you're someone who's you know, a perfectionist and you don't really love being perceived or, you know, judged by others because it's a vulnerable thing to be a beginner at something. And it's a beautiful way to look at things if you remind yourself that the more things I push myself to allow myself to be a beginner at, the more I'll learn about myself and the more I'll discover about myself. And there's other passions out there that I may not have known I had. And when you think of it as a door to endless opportunities, it's a little bit more encouraging to get uncomfortable and be a beginner at something. And that in and of itself is inspiring because if you compare staying comfortable and doing what you're doing now for the rest of forever, yeah, in one way it feels good because you have that security of knowing what you're doing. But when you remember that if you allow yourself to be be a beginner and you think of all the possibilities that could come from trying something new, it's really, I feel like it's that push you need to go in the direction of allowing yourself to be a beginner at something is, you know, when you think of things that way. And I am just really trying to allow myself to be a beginner and embrace uncertainty and the unknown and not being good at things and just trying new things and trying new things in a lot of different ways. I know I've mentioned how I'm, you know, trying new things with being a content creator, like with my content on certain platforms and everything, and just, you know, pushing myself a little bit more to like work harder in that aspect, but then also doing the same thing in other areas of life as well. And I think we deserve to push ourselves to be beginners at things because it helps us learn more about ourselves and unlock other passions that we may not have known about. And it really allows us to get past that pain point of being worried about what others will think of you. And as somebody who's a perfectionist, a people pleaser, and somebody who's always sort of subconsciously worried about pleasing other people and like what other people may think, it's very liberating to think that being a beginner at something, it kind of just forces you to not, you can't let yourself care about those things because it ultimately is allowing yourself to just be new and fresh to something where you're going to make mistakes you're going to fail but that's inevitable so once you understand and accept that you can really unlock so much for yourself and instead of a goal for this week i'm going to be sharing a favorite and my favorite is renting clothes through newly i know what you're thinking this sounds like an ad but it's not i wish it was i love newly so much and if you watch my youtube videos or if you follow me on instagram then you know that i've been using newly for almost a year now like just with renting clothes and I don't do it every single month I just do it when I know I have a lot going on for example if I had like some weddings to attend as a guest or if I was going on a vacation or if I know I have to go in office a lot one month 
I will be like, okay, I'm going to use Newly because I can, you know, rent clothes and it's going to be a lot cheaper than buying new outfits for those things. And granted, you don't need new outfits to do any of those things. But I find especially in situations where I'm about to be, you know, a guest at a wedding, that is a situation where I typically don't have something in my wardrobe to work for that occasion because I just, I'm not somebody that just owns a ton of dresses, especially nicer dresses if it's like more of a black tie type of event. And for situations like that, it's just really great. But with all that being said, I love it so much because it's just, it saves me so much money and it really just scratches that itch of impulsive shopping when it comes to clothes. When I tell y'all, I have not like just sat on Aritzia and like browsed the website or sat on Target and browsed the website or whatever clothing website and just sat there and browsed and impulsively bought something. I used to be bad about doing that. Like once a month, I'd go on to like Aritzia or, um, like gosh, what's another store? I like can't think of anything right now. Or like Zara or something. And I would browse and I would, you know, spend, you know, 50 to 100 bucks here and there, maybe like once, twice a month if I found something I liked. And it would just be me impulsive shopping and like buying something just because I liked the way it looked. I have not done that ever since I started using Newly, Have I like gone to like look for a specific thing if I needed something specific? Yes, but I can genuinely tell you I've probably only gone to Aritzia's website when it wasn't for linking something for, you know, my YouTube videos or something. I've literally gone to their website to browse maybe twice in the last year, which is, or not the last year, that's an exaggeration, twice in like the last like eight to 10 months, which is so crazy. And it's just really scratches that itch. And I seriously love it so much because it truly has saved me so much money because I am not impulsive shopping even on the months that I'm not using newly I feel like I recently went shopping because of the months before when I did use newly and you literally get to rent six pieces of clothing and they have so many incredible brands that I typically went and buy from because they're just more expensive than what I typically like to spend on clothes a lot of times. They do have brands like BDG from like Urban Outfitters, but then they also carry tons of free people and the brands at Anthropology, Love Shack Fancy, um, For Love and Lemons, all these brands that I typically would not spend my money on and I get access to them without having to pay the full price, which is just so amazing. And I'm saying it's a favorite right now because I got stuff to wear to Gulf Coast Jam for the country music festival um, which is part of the reason why i'm going back home to florida it's in panama city beach where i'm from and we got tickets for it literally forever ago and i am so excited for it and i was like you know what i i remember when i went in 2021 to this music festival first of all it's outdoors like you need to be comfortable in what you're wearing but you also like you know you want to dress cute it's a music festival but when i went in 2021 um i remember i bought like a new dress from like an online boutique I bought a pair of jeans from free people that I now wear like all the time anytime I go to like a country concert or rodeo situation I'm always wearing them they're the like super flared um just float on jeans from free people I bought those jeans and then I bought you know like a top to wear or I bought two tops to wear and I'm like why did I buy new outfits for that whole music festival back in 2021 and reflecting on last week's episode talking about money mistakes I've made that's another thing that you typically tend to do with like lifestyle inflation in your 20s is anytime you have some out of the ordinary event going on you're like oh I need to buy a new outfit for that but like you definitely don't need to but that's a mistake I made in 2021 I literally spent probably 200 maybe 250 dollars on clothes to wear for the 
music festival that weekend. Whereas this time I literally ran it through Newly and I had a $10 credit because I share my like referral code, which gives y'all $10 off if you use it, but then it also gives me $10 off. So I spent like 75 bucks, 78 bucks, however much it is. And I have all my outfits covered for the music festival. And that's so much better than spending way more. And I probably could have come up with outfits from my own closet but I didn't want to go through the time of having to decide that and like try things on and everything and pick things out and I was like you know what this will be a lot more efficient because I was able to get you know like a jumpsuit and a dress and like both of those things count as one outfit and one piece of clothing and I got a pair of shorts that I can wear you know like for two of the days and then two tops so I'm like super excited but it's definitely a favorite for me and I love it and I'll actually leave my referral link in the show notes if y'all want to try it out if you're feeling convinced or if you have a lot of events coming up I know it's summertime so a lot of us are traveling or you know there's weddings to go to whatever it may be and you're like oh my gosh I feel like I don't have any clothes for this first definitely go look in your closet see what you can do but if you still find yourself you know not comfortable with what you have already and you're feeling tempted to go on a shopping spree don't just rent because it's better for the environment it's cheaper and you'll actually be so happy because you get to try out new brands and different things and step outside of your comfort zone it's a great way to try out new styles too without fully committing to them so that's my little soapbox for newly and for my gratitude this week i am so thankful for good books because i recently just finished throne of glass and i absolutely love it and i'm actually pre-recording this episode a little bit before it goes live so I'm recording this pretty much right after I recorded last week's episode just a day apart so this episode when I'm talking like right now recording it I am recording it a week before it goes live basically or a little over a week but I just finished Throne of Glass today and I absolutely loved it and I'm just so thankful for the ability to escape into other worlds through reading And I know people feel this way with like video games and TV shows, but for me, it's 100% reading because I'm so, you know, I have to be fully committed to it. I can't be on my phone doing something else while I'm reading. It's either like I'm reading or I'm on my phone. Whereas with TV and video games and stuff, I just can't get as fully immersed. I mean, maybe video games a little bit. Like I can play Mario Kart and like be fully invested in Mario Kart, but I get bored of it quickly. You know what I mean? But books, I am just fully invested in another world and I just can't express enough gratitude for being able to escape my reality through books like that because it's just so helpful for someone who you know sometimes just feels like they're struggling with the day-to-day and just being able to be like okay I'm going to you know set aside all of my everything that's troubling me and everything in my reality that I just don't want to deal with right now and just being able to focus on a book is the best thing ever but yeah I finished Throne of Glass and I really like it if you've read um, A Court of Thorns and Roses if you've read that series and you haven't read Throne of Glass definitely try out Throne of Glass I personally liked the first book in the Throne of Glass series more than A Court of Thorns and Roses which is the first book in the Akatar series um, and it went really quickly for me. I felt like there was a lot more action in it a lot earlier on in the book compared to Akatar, the very first book. But this series is very long um, and it's like finished, whereas Akatar is not finished. So I it will be interesting to see how I feel about this series compared to Akatar once I'm like through with it. But I'm not going to pick up the next book of the of the um, Throne of Glass series. I'm actually I went ahead and started reading Happy Place by Emily Henry because. 
I've really been wanting to read it because I know everybody's reading it right now and I just want to go ahead and read it and I'll tell you all about the other books I want to read um, later in the episode because it's kind of related to one of the points I'm making but just so thankful for good books because I love having a good escape from reality but without further ado let's go ahead and get into the homework for hot girl summer so the very first thing is to go ahead and plan to take time off and actually take the time off even if it's a staycation so let me tell you I from January to I mean right now it's the very end of May so from January to the end of May I've had like three one-off days where I've taken off but we can't really like take vacation January to April and honestly even taking it late April and early May depending on the stuff you work on is still a little risky um if you're taking off more than like you know a day or two and even taking two days in that time is like pretty detrimental (laughs) for work with my job and I personally you know have just been so ready to take some long time off like a true vacation and I am going to be leaving in a few days to go back to Florida and I'm just so excited for it but I can't express how good it felt because today um, is Friday it's the Friday before Memorial Day and I mentioned in last week's episode as well I think but I'm off my firm is closed like Friday and Monday for Memorial Day which is really nice so it felt so good to one like just have a Thursday night where I just wasn't worried about work the next day it felt so good to just wake up this morning and be like I can kind of do whatever I want today and I've had things that I needed to get done here and there but I went to a workout class I just read all morning to finish Throne of Glass and then I went to the pool and I started Happy Place and now I'm recording the podcast and I'm gonna have a chill night and it's like I've been sleeping so terribly for the last three weeks and last night I finally slept good and I truly just think it's because I knew I didn't have to work the next day and it just feels so good to have a weekend where I'm not you know completely just beside myself because of Sunday scaries that pretty much tend to start on Friday night and it's such a good feeling so I just want to remind everyone to plan to take some time off even if it's a staycation and I think a lot of times we especially early into our jobs you know we think I haven't been here that long I don't really have the seniority to just kind of decide to take time off but like no like you it is part of your compensation you know basically to take time off and even if you have unlimited PTO and it's technically not really part of your compensation like that's how it is for me I have unlimited um you still need to take it and it's important to do so and I remember last year when I first started my job I feel like no one really talks about this but when I first started my job, I was always so scared to like let people know that I was taking off and like putting putting in my time off. And it always just made me so nervous because I was just like, I'm new. I feel like I'm not really allowed to be doing this, but like, no, you're supposed to. Um, and now that I've, you know, been working where I've been working for a while, I'm just like, nope, I've, you know, in my slower seasons of work, I'm taking off as much time as possible without like fully being gone for the whole month basically and not really I don't take that much off but I really am just a big advocate for making sure you're taking it off and I think that we tend to only aim to take time off when we have plans to go somewhere like when we have a trip planned or vacation and while it's good to just not take you know random days off for nothing all the time because then you would end up using all your PTO if you don't have unlimited days and then maybe you say you want to take like a a week-long trip somewhere and then say you've like ate all your days already just from taking off random days that would stink but I don't think most people do that but I really want to say you know even if all you're doing is just sitting at home catching up on your 
chores and your life to do's even if you're just you know I don't know working on your garden or just literally laying on the couch take time off even if you don't have any extravagant plans planned and that is something that you need to do as homework for hot girl summer is go ahead and plan when you're going to be taking off and the monday you're listening to this your goal by the end of the week is by friday you're going to let your supervisors or whoever you have to notify you're going to let them know what time you're taking off in the next month and i hope that each one of you can at least submit a request or whatever for one day at least in the next month and take a day to yourself even if all you're doing is just resting and the next thing is to clean out your closets and specifically go through your clothes from last summer so that when summer does roll around you're not sitting there like oh my gosh what do i even have and you're stressing about what to wear or you know maybe things that you wore last year don't fit as comfortably as they once did and that's totally okay you know you were not made to fit into the clothes and you can go get new ones you can take that time if you assess your closet before summer to go find things that you feel confident in and that you want to wear and that reflect your style even if that means going and thrifting them thrifting's I want I don't want to say it's underrated because I think plenty of people do it but I know living in a big city like Houston thrifting's like seriously so great I don't know why more people don't do it you don't need to go buy a whole new wardrobe of brand new clothes you can literally go wherever you need to go so that you're not you know blowing your budget on new clothes but I want you all to feel comfortable in what you're wearing going into the summer and just feel good and not look at your closet and just like feel that feeling of panic and stress every time you have a plan because you're like all this is from last summer nothing fits me or I don't like any of this anymore or I all of a sudden know what colors I like to wear now and none of these reflect those colors whatever the case may be clean out your closet I've been slowly going through mine and I have this pile in the corner of our room which I need to do something with it because I hate when like the room's clean and then I just have this pile in the corner and I've just been cleaning it out and basically not only have I been looking at my summer clothes but I've also been looking at just my winter clothes because I'm like okay I've gone through a whole winter now is there anything in my closet that I didn't wear this past winter that I also didn't wear the winter before and if so it's gotta go and I'm specifically there's like these five sweaters that I've held on to since like my junior year of college And I don't know why I can't let go of them. I think it's because they're just like really good quality and they're comfortable. But I'm like, I literally have not reached for them and I haven't worn them in two winters. Like they need to go. What am I doing? (laughs) But just because they're like good quality and I like the way they feel, I'm like, nope, I need to hold on to them. But I really don't. So cleaning out, whether it's all seasons or whether you're just going through your clothes for summer so you're at least prepared going in the summer, go ahead and clean out your closet. Next is to make a summer playlist so you can get in the headspace of summer. I don't really have a summer playlist like that's dedicated to summer, but personally, I love listening to like country in the summer. I listen to a lot of country in the summer, but then I also listen to a lot of sort of indie pop in the summer, and I have a few playlists that sort of embody that. I do have a feels like summer playlist that I made last year, I want to say, but it quite literally only has 45 songs, and I don't know why, but I don't consider a 45 song playlist a playlist, but honestly... 45 I guess is it's a good amount of time that's like three hours of music so it's called feels like summer and it's on my spotify but it's like basically a bunch of songs that just like make me think of summer and feel like summer to me and now that I'm looking at this I'm literally going to be listening to this playlist while I'm cooking 
dinner tonight because oh my gosh it just seems like such a vibe and this is like totally a side note but today that I'm recording this is like the last day of school for um like Houston's school district I guess actually I don't know if it's Houston's or if it's just like the school district that I live in in this area of Houston I'm in I don't really know but it's the last day of school for some people in Houston and I know my mom um back in Florida she's a teacher today was her last day of school and I swear I can feel it in the air it's the weirdest thing and I have never felt this as an adult being out of primary school before but I can literally feel in the air that school is like out today it's the weirdest thing but with that being said it just like truly feels like summer and it's like my neighborhood's having like a little pool party schools out summer pool party or whatever tonight I'm definitely not going Griffin was like you should go and you could like make some friends with like moms and stuff because it's it's for kids really and like I'm sure like a lot of the moms will be there and I'm like I'm not just gonna roll up to this party by myself and like try and make friends with these you know people these moms maybe I should so just get to know people in the neighborhood but I'm definitely not doing that and going by myself if he came with me maybe but anyways I do have a feels like summer playlist and I have other playlists my country music playlist actually my sort of um, cumulative country music playlist a lot of times I'll listen to like mixes or the radios of artists on Spotify so if I like I love like Luke Combs Parker McCollum you know that that country music Zach Bryan lots of people in country music and I'll you know type in the artist name and then usually radio and mix will come up that Spotify generates and I listen to those just as much as I listen to my regular country music playlist because my country music playlist is so long that Spotify is terrible at sh- shuffling songs on really large playlists and it gives you like the same 50 I swear so if I listen to my country playlist like every day of the week I'm gonna get the same songs and it drives me absolutely nuts so my country one is called feels like golden hour windows down football season and I know you're probably like oh that's interesting because summer isn't football season I know but I also really like country music during the fall so that's just kind of what I named this playlist when I made it like three years ago so I really love that playlist that playlist is 457 songs so it's a nice 26 and a half hours of music and I don't I'm not very good at adding to it like the last time I added to it was March of this year and I've definitely there's definitely been more country music that's come out that I love since then so I'm not the best about adding music to it but I try to especially if it's like a song where I'm like wow I really love this song I'll definitely you know add it on there but it is a very cumulative country music playlist. So go ahead and make your summer playlist that you can have as a go-to in the car to just sort of, maybe you don't like mood boosting music in the summer. I feel like that's the general consensus is that people like, you know, happier sounding music in the summer, summer that just feels like you're driving in the car and it's on a sunny day and the windows are down or you're going to the beach, that kind of thing. And I always ate summer up when it come to make, came to making playlists when I was in high school. I remember I would always have my playlist that was specifically for like my beach days with my friends when we would go to the beach and lay on the beach for just like the whole day we would have such specific playlists for that so this has literally been a personality trait of mine for as long as I can remember since I ever had the ability to make playlists I have been doing this because nothing excites me quite like making a playlist for a season and just having it there as a go-to throughout the season is the best thing ever and then it really helps you associate memories with the seasons for years to come as you have different playlists so I just love it and the next thing kind of goes with what I said with cleaning out your closet renting and thrifting clothes 
like I already mentioned, newly rent your clothes. There's other ways to do it. And then go thrifting. Just spruce, what? spruce up your wardrobe a little bit. And maybe you don't you know, have necessarily a big budget to spend with revamping your summer wardrobe. Totally fine. You don't need to. This is me just suggesting. But I truly think treating yourself, we all deserve it, treating ourselves to maybe a new go-to basic top that we know we can wear a million different ways this summer, whether that's, you know, finding one on a red sea that you really like or going and getting a great deal on one at like Old Navy or something because they have great basics, whatever it may be, just think of something that you don't have in your closet that you think would be really beneficial for you throughout the summer and treat yourself to it. And it doesn't have to be anything crazy expensive. You don't even have to buy it. You can rent it if you want, or you can go find it at at a thrift store. But I think we all deserve to treat ourselves to one little thing like that. And I know for me, I just bought a new necklace. I spent like 50 bucks to get a new necklace because the initial necklace that I always wear with my fiance's initial, I accidentally when I was going to an Astros game the other week I the chain had gotten tangled when I traveled for my fiance's little sister's graduation and it got really tangled and in a knot and I was in the car on the way to the Astros game trying to untangle it and I dropped the chain in the car and I literally cannot find it anywhere I have looked and it it was in my fiance's dad's car but I looked and I was like I don't know where this went it like basically just had to have flown out the window somehow even with all the windows up because it's just not in the car so I have the initial but I don't have the chain and I don't have any chains to like put the the charm on so I just got myself a new necklace that I can wear you know like all the time during the summer because a lot of my necklaces are like tarnished just from sitting in my jewelry box or they're just not like an everyday type of necklace like they're too nice to wear every day or something so I was like I need Either I either need to find a new chain or find a necklace, a new like necklace to wear every day over the summer. But I found one on Revolve that was on sale that's like a layered set, and I can put the initial on one of the the um, necklaces. So really, I have like three necklaces in one for fifty bucks, and that was my little treat myself moment for the summer. And I also got myself some swimsuits because that was the big thing for me. And I'm gonna post on my personal Instagram, which it'll already be up by the time this episode's up, the little swimsuit haul because I got such. One of them was sent to me from a brand, and then I bought three from PacSun myself. I got three swimsuit sets for literally 100 bucks, which was incredible. Um, and then I got one from H&M for like 30 altogether. So didn't have to spend a ton there, but I definitely needed some new swimsuits that like actually fit me. So we love that. And the next thing is accumulate some journal prompts. And I think you can either go ahead and pull out your journal and write out the journal prompts like maybe you're somebody who journals weekly for example go find yourself some journal prompts that you think will be helpful for you this summer and you can go ahead and like write them out in the journal so that they're there and ready for you or you can screenshot them and just have them saved on your phone in an album ready to use or you can just save them to a pinterest board so they're ready to use i know personally i am trying to find some prompts that one i think sort of are representative of summer but two just anything that i find myself thinking about a lot or struggling with or something I want to improve or whatever it may be kind of just trying to find journal prompts related to those things and saving them to Pinterest so that I have them there is sort of just like a little bank to pull from and I think that that's a great way to sort of prepare yourself for summer so that you can take care of your mental health this summer too 
And the next thing is to identify your boundaries and standards so that you know what you're adhering to as you go into summer. And what I mean by this is say you are like, you know what, it's summer, I want to be out and about, I'm going to start dating. You need to get honest with yourself about what your standards are now and what any boundaries you may have now so that you don't just start doing this without reminding yourself of you know like what you're looking for in a way and maybe you're trying to make new friends same thing boundaries or maybe it's your job what boundaries do you have with your job and standards or whatever the situation may be sit down get honest with yourself and identify them so going into summer they're already there and established and it's not like you're having to try and backpedal and backtrack when you've already gotten too far with something and you're like oh yeah like my standards for dating you know or x y and z but I sort of just didn't think about them at all for a while and I started dating again and then all of a sudden now I'm in too deep with someone and you know they're not really meeting my standards but I now I'm all in this mess where it's hard to get out of it whatever it may be I think identifying your boundaries and standards ahead of time can be really helpful and the next thing is to make a feeling-based mood board for the summer I know I talked about I believe I talked about it for oh my gosh I can't believe it's been that long I was gonna say it was only like two months ago but then I was like nope that was definitely right before the new year um, started I talked about making your vision boards be feeling based and how much more effective that is and just really how do how does what you're saving to your vision board if it's virtual or how does what you're cutting out for your physical vision board make you feel and just focusing on that more so than how do I feel like this or how do I think this looks to others because I think a lot of times when we make vision boards we're so focused on the way others are perceiving that thing that we're after and you know just making it as personal as possible to you and this is something that I typically always include on my bucket list for seasons and y'all knew I do them for every seasons every every season every year and in every one of those episodes I have make a vision board for that season so I'm saying this a little bit prematurely since this is coming before the bucket list episode but I think that part of you know doing your homework for hot girl summer should be going ahead and getting a head start and instead of waiting until summer's you know already started and you're in the thick of summer to do it let's go ahead and do it now so that we kind of have our inspiration going into summer before it gets here rather than you know when we're already in it and that way you're like getting yourself excited for it and you're giving yourself something to look forward to and I really feel like being an adult is all about giving yourself as many little moments to look forward to as you can like that is truly what keeps me going through my day-to-day especially when things get really monotonous and routine and I feel like I'm on autopilot making little plans or you know thinking about how this weekend I'm going to go to my favorite coffee shop or I'm going to have time to read a lot this weekend little things like that having things to look forward to is seriously so transformative and I feel like making a vision board or a mood board for the season is before the season gets there is a really great way to just get yourself excited about something again and like really get yourself just ready and in the headspace for a new season of life so I definitely recommend doing that beforehand instead of when you're already in summer which is what I typically feel like I recommend when it comes to the um, bucket list episodes next we have curating a recipe bank for baking and cooking for the summer maybe you're somebody who doesn't like to bake and cook then you can ignore this 
Or on the other hand, you can just make a bank of places to try in your city. And this is honestly one that I want to recommend in tandem with curating a recipe bank or list. Um, Either way, maybe you your goal this summer is to eat more at home and not spend as much money eating out. I hear you on that. Last summer, I was I, I don't even want to know what we spent last summer eating out because we traveled a lot last summer too. I'm just not even going to think about it because that money is dead and gone. But um, this summer, definitely focusing on eating at home a lot more, which we've already been doing that. So I definitely think we're in that sort of headspace. But maybe that's not your goal and you're like, you know what, I've been just a recluse and I really want to step outside of my home and get myself out there more so I'm gonna you know try new restaurants with my friends every week or you know go on dates to new restaurants whatever it may be have a list of places that you want to try this summer and figure out you know like when their happy hours are and go ahead and you know make that list so that you have it to pull from and it's not like when someone's asking to make plans y'all are sitting there going back and forth like oh I don't really know where we should go like you already know you're like I have this list let's just make it a bucket list thing and cross off as many as we can before the end of summer or maybe you're someone who likes to go on a date night every week with your significant other then y'all can pull from that for your date night during each week over the summer or if you know you're not going out like I said curate a recipe bank that you can pull from for making summery recipes and you know utilizing the ingredients that are really in season during the summer and taking advantage of that I know for me, I eat the living crap out of like smoothie bowls <laughs> during the summer and have like smoothies galore because it's when the fruit is best and it just is the most fresh. And I tend to make a lot of like mango and peach based sort of recipes. Like I remember um, sort of towards end of last summer, I made like a peach prosciutto pizza that was really good. And I made um, some mango oatmeal in the summer just making things like that that I can't really make year-round because one, I literally can't get the fruit at the store or two, it's just not in season. Doing things like that, it's just one of those small joys in life that once again just gives you something to look forward to and having a recipe list to pull from will be really helpful if you get in a recipe rut or if you're just really trying to get yourself to try new things and it'll, like I said, just help you take advantage of the things that are in season. And the next thing is to create a summer reading list. So you don't want summer to get here and then be like, I don't know what to read. So we want to go ahead and make our to be read summer reading list. And for me personally, I love Ellen Hildebrand. Um, She has really great summer books. I've only read one of hers, but I definitely want to read more of them this summer. Um, Emily Henry writes a lot of like summary books. I'm reading Happy Place by her right now, which I mentioned. I did not like People We Meet on Vacation, but I did really love Book Lovers and I read Book Lovers last summer. Um, really anything and maybe you don't really need it to be like a beachy read or a summery read just go ahead and put on your list what you want to read but the other things I really want to read I want to read Meet Me at the Lake which (laughs) I've heard a lot of mixed things about Meet Me at the Lake is the other book in the series of well it's not really a series because Every Summer After came out and I read that last summer and it's the perfect it's really the epitome of a summer read and I absolutely loved it one of my favorite books ever and I loved that book and at the beginning of May the other book for that kind of goes with it because I think it's I'm pretty sure it's like technically a prequel I don't know I honestly have not read into what it's about and what it's like but I know it's not like a next chronologically speaking but I at the same time I feel like it's not just a prequel I don't really know 
Um, but Meet Me at the Lake just came out, so that's on my to-be-read, but, like, a lot of... I've had friends that have already read it, and they're, like, it's nowhere near as good as the first book, which makes me really upset, but it's fine. And I really want to read the next book by Abby Jimenez, her Jimenez, I don't know if I'm saying that correctly, but her book, Part of Your World, I read last summer, absolutely loved it, and the second book to that came out, but I don't remember what it's called. So those are, like, my top three right now, and then after that, what I'll probably do is just read anything I can, you know, find that's already on my Goodreads, um, reading wish list. what is it called? Want to read list. I'm like reading wish list on my want to read list. That's even remotely summary. I'll go ahead and read them this summer because I definitely typically read based on the books I read is usually like influenced by the season. So I read a lot of fantasy in the fall and winter. And then in the summer, I am like full on binging the cheesy romances and those kinds of things because I'm like, okay, this is the time for me to read them because I'm not going to want to read them any other time. So those are like my top three. That's what I'm going to focus on for now. But go ahead and get that summer reading list made. Next is to build up a game night supply. And what I mean by this, you're probably like, uh, what? But whether you are doing it with friends or you're you know, doing it with your significant other, I think it's good to have a little game night bank, for lack of a better word. And maybe you don't like go and purchase a ton of board games or whatever, but just have like a list of game related things that you can do because games are such a great way to have quality time with people and like just have authentic good time together without screens. And Griff and I were just talking today um, because now it's like, you know, Friday, late Friday afternoon when I'm recording this and we're going to make our meal prep for the weekend for dinners. And then I really want to go try this cocktail bar that we haven't had before that's um, sort of in our area and they're like not really expensive it's a very like chill cocktail bar like v- extremely casual like their cocktails are literally like ten dollars I think so like super super casual but I really want to go try their drinks because they sound really good so I was like let's eat dinner at home and go grab a cocktail and he- then he suggested why don't we have some sort of like game night you know like screen free because like typically we'll just like play Mario Kart together or something but obviously doing that week after week you know that's going to get old eventually but we honestly haven't played in a couple weeks but we were like we should just try to play a new game so I think building up some sort of game night supply whether that's just a list of games that you can play with a deck of cards that you already have or whether you go to Target and you scope out which games you want to get um, I think it's just such a fun way to sort of just like have childlike innocent fun and connect with your inner child and like I said it just is a great way to have like authentic time with people that you enjoy being around And next is kind of going off of that, having a master list for plans so that you always have something to use when you're trying to make plans or find something to do. But I want you to make one that's like for like making plans with yourself, for yourself when you feel bored and then with others. So you're going to have a master list for yourself of things you can do when you're like, you know what, I want to get out of the house this weekend, but I don't really know know what I want to do. Or I really want to have a restful, lazy weekend, but I don't really know what I want to do. You can pull from your master list of activities to do with yourself, um, a self-care master list, if you will, and then you can have a master list for plans that you can make with other people. So maybe it's going to a park and having a picnic or having like a charcuterie board night or going to a cooking class together, having a game night, a movie night, trying out a new restaurant, going to a happy hour going on a walk by a body of water, going to the dog park, whatever it may be, just have your master list ready so that you're not just wasting time dilly-dallying. And I feel like so often people are just waiting on someone to be like, we're doing this. 
and you kill so much time by like waiting on someone to take that initiative so if you just have things ready to go in terms of plans it'll just be so much easier for everybody and next is to identify your movement of the season and this is something that's subject to change while you're in summer and basically what I mean by this is like what way do you want to move your body this summer and this season? Maybe you live close to the beach and you're like, I need to take advantage of it being nice weather. And especially if you live on a beach, like let's say in the Northeast or something like in Massachusetts and you're like, I want to take advantage of the nicer weather and being able to, you know, have warm weather and go on swims or like go on beach runs. Or maybe you live by a beach in Florida and the summer is actually quite miserable to be on the beach. So you're like, okay, what movement do I want to do? Or maybe there's just too many tourists to do anything enjoyably on the beach unless it's like bright and early in the morning or late in the evening. But identify your movement of the season, like your go-to movement that you really want to commit yourself to to take care of your physical health and in turn also take care of your mental health and just figure out what it is. And it's okay if it changes, but you know, sit down and ask yourself, what what do I want to do? Do I want to keep doing what I'm doing? Do I want to try out something new? what is it that I'm going to do? And like for me personally, I'm totally planning on just keep doing F45 because it's convenient for me and I really love it. And I've just noticed such a big change in my strength and everything overall. And I feel like I've just really toned up a ton and I just absolutely love going because the classes fly by so fast for me. And I love that. I also want to keep sprinkling and spin classes here and there, but it's definitely a lot harder because they're not in my gym pass plan anymore. So I have to actually like pay for them like full price for them which is definitely expensive, but I also want to do more yoga. And with that, I, you know, am going into the summer knowing all of that so I can plan things accordingly. Next is to identify your summer scent. And this one's just kind of for fun. And I really am so obsessed with anything coconut. I I love eating coconut, first of all. I love the flavor of coconut, but I also just love the scent of anything coconut. And I so desperately want to buy like a coconut perfume but I just don't need perfume right now so I'm not going to I'm just going to use the perfumes I have right now which right now I'm kind of finishing up my way Melrose place which is such a good summery scent but unfortunately I just find that it doesn't last much longer than a couple hours I absolutely love and adore it I probably will repurchase it eventually but not right now and um I love that one for a summery scent I love Pacifica's body mist they're relatively long lasting for being like a $12 body mist the island vanilla one is just so freaking good I a few summers ago I want to say it was like summer of 2019 or 2020 I would always wear it and like I would spray a good amount of it on myself it wasn't like I did like one two squirts I did probably like five to seven because it's body mist and it would always linger my hair really well which I liked and people would always stop me and be like what are you wearing and I'm like literally a $12 body mist from Pacifica it's amazing absolutely love that one I really want to try, I think Urban Outfitters, the little perfumes they have, they have a coconut scent. I want to try that one because that one's probably like more affordable. Um, or I want to look on Dossier and see if any of their dupe scents are like coconutty type of scents or summery scents. Um, Kylene's Love Don't Be Shy, the dupe to that perfume is called Fruity Marshmallow on Dossier and I used that last spring and summer. And every time I smell it, I'm just like taken back to last spring and summer And I did really like that scent. It really smelled like Smarties to me, though, sometimes. But I did really love it. Like, it smelled really good, but initially I'd always be like, this overwhelmingly smells like Smarties. It's so weird. And right now, I recently got a new bottle of Glossier U, and that is 
it's such a nostalgic scent for me because I wore it throughout college and I absolutely love that scent so I've kind of just been using that but ultimately I would love to have a coconut perfume but I really want to try the vacation like the brand of sunscreen they have a um perfume I don't even want to call it a perfume because I think it's honestly kind of neutral it's not really like cologne or perfume like a body scent or whatever that is coconut based I think maybe it's not and maybe it just sort of has like a beachy smell but I want to try that really bad but they don't have testers in Ulta for it so you just have to kind of buy it and I guess you could return it if you didn't like it but I hate that you can't just try it since it's just all boxed up there anyways next thing is to go ahead and just create your ideal summer daily routine. So think of the habits you want to have this summer. Do you want to be waking up earlier to take advantage of more daylight? Or do you want to be you know, going to bed earlier? What is the case and what habits can you do to help achieve those goals? And really focus on the habits so you can you know, go ahead and like lock down what you need to do before summer's actually here. And then you're like scrambling, trying to totally get yourself in this new routine while you're already in the midst of summer so figuring out what habits you want to implement in your lifestyle for the summer and you know jotting them down on a piece of paper whatever you want to do or maybe you're completely content with the way your life is right now then good for you keep it up and just you know that's your goal is to just keep living life the way you are now and next is to curate your go-to summer makeup look so i love having like a go-to makeup routine in the summer because i feel like summer is such a time where last minute plans just sort of they they are just always happening and I truly feel like it's always like a last minute trip to happy hour or a last minute you're deciding to go to a lunch or brunch or dinner or something and maybe you weren't expecting going if it's last minute so you're like crap I need to get ready really quickly so just having a quick like go-to makeup look that you can rely on I really like a good dewy I mean I love looking like a glowed day night Wow, I love looking like a glazed donut. Um, super dewy and lightweight and something long wearing since especially in Houston, it's just so hot. So you're just pretty much sweating as soon as you get outside. But having something that I can, you know, go to and create within like 10 minutes so that I'm not like, oh crap, I don't really know what I'm gonna do with my makeup and I have to get ready super quickly. It's just really nice having something to go like something to go to. I love using a lot of cream products in the summer. And just identifying like what that go-to makeup routine is, what products you're using, what steps you do them in, and that kind of thing. And last but not least, I just want to say don't think that you need to look a certain way or have a certain lifestyle or aesthetic, whatever it may be, in order to prepare for summer or be quote-unquote ready for summer. I always see so much content as summer comes up and it's like sort of just pushing a specific lifestyle and aesthetic and like... I think that so many people just kind of buy into it because it's something that gets a lot of attention. But ultimately, just remember, you don't have to change anything. This episode's all just really for fun to get you excited for summer. But if you know you don't have the energy to or if you don't want to change anything, then don't. Like It's literally totally subjective and up to you. This is me just suggesting ways that you can prepare for summer, but don't think that you need to change anything or you know have a certain job or lifestyle or have your life look a certain way don't think you need to be a world traveler don't think you need to be going on vacation after vacation like it's truly just you know think of it as you it is your summer and that's the only summer you really need to be looking at and how can you prepare yourself for your summer best and that's kind of what I wanted this episode to be about not really you know creating a specific 
look or a specific lifestyle for the summer. So I just wanted to remind you all of that. But I hope you all liked this episode and it was just something fun and lighthearted to do. And I love you all so much and I hope that you all have a great week. Remember to put in that time off and to um, have some vacation days, even if it's just like one day of PTO, make sure you do it before the end of the week. That is your to-do from me this week. But thank you all so much for listening and I will talk to you all next Monday.